0: This is an honest podcast about mental health and the reality that we live in. The sad boys will serve as the ones who never really fit in and give a funny, real, and emotionally vulnerable look at the uncomfortable realities that make us who we are. And we will discuss coping mechanisms and solutions that we all use to get through it. By no means are the sad boys actually qualified to give you real advice, but we will not give you any fucking bullshit. Remember... It's okay to not be okay.
1: Cheers, bud. Cheers. Hello and welcome to the We Are Not Okay podcast. This is a podcast about mental health and the state of the world that we live in. This is a podcast where your two favorite sad boys who will hold nothing back while we... Uh, I, was, I,
0: was <laughs> I fucked him up, too. you guys. I fucked him <laughs> I up. I was doing pretty good there, too. <laughs> while we talk about the state of the world that we live in. Hey, I'm Turkey. <laughs> I'm Isaiah. Thank you so much for joining us today, y'all. Hey, we. Uh, this is episode six. Can you believe that? We've been doing this six
1: weeks. It's been a wild ride. Yeah. And really enjoyable.
0: Yeah. Been pretty good, man. And uh, we have some more things, some fun shit in store that I'm excited to talk to you about, and you know, reveal to these assholes. Um, but uh, you're not assholes. You're beautiful. Thank you for listening.
1: Half of you are
0: assholes. Yeah, yeah. The other you, the other half of you are dicks. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, we got some fun stuff we're going to talk about today. Um, it should be good, and uh, we've gotten a lot of feedback from the previous past few episodes, and it's been a lot of good stuff. So thank you guys for your feedback, whether that be in real life or in the comment section or anything else like that. Really do appreciate it.
1: It's much appreciated. You know, every every small gesture goes a long way, and in the reality, that's what we're trying to do with this. Yeah. And having it come in as much as we're putting out, it's just really satisfying.
0: And a couple of folks have actually like, literally said, like, like this podcast because it's about mental health, but you guys aren't, like, whining about shit, you know? Yeah. It's like normal conversations. I forgot who it was, but someone was like, man, life sucks. Yeah, it does. That's our pod- <laughs> podcast in a nutshell. <laughs> that is our <laughs> podcast, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're
1: not trying to sit there and cry. We're not trying to one-up sad like we always talk about. Yeah. yeah we're just trying to be real.
0: That's right. Jesus Christ So um, This here is our small talk section Um, We always like to start off the show with some small talks You guys can learn about stuff and things And um, my brother actually I was talking to him a little bit And uh, he was like fuck yeah I gotta get on that podcast Um, But he was like People treat podcasts like journaling Like they're journaling Because they can look back on stuff and be like Oh yeah that's when that shit was going on And he was like and your small talk section is literally that It's like like journaling But it's cool because we get to follow your lives And I was like well sweet
1: He's got a good point there. Yeah. I never looked at it like that, but that is exactly what's going on, huh? Yeah. A little bit. I mean, it, it's just a nice little segue into the into the real shit.
0: That's right. I can't remember what the fuck we've all talked about on the podcast before in the last episode because reality curtain pull, it's been three weeks since the last one. Yeah. Yeah. Watch well, it. Four weeks. God darn. Yeah, it's been like a month. Um, yep. So, yeah, I don't know. Holidays were good. Things are good. We're in the new year now, baby. And um, I don't know. You got any New Year's resolutions?
1: Uh, the only resolution I have is to just continue being a better person.
0: Mm. Continue evolving.
1: Yes. Continue nice. evolving, continuing to learn myself, and just, in general, be better than I was last year.
0: Nice. Oh yeah.
1: I feel like it's easier to hold on to those kinds of resolutions rather than, you know small or whether they be big, huge yeah, yeah big resolutions yeah they're really hard to keep track of a lot of people burn out within the first month i just want it to be something i'm doing subconsciously nice nice what about yourself turkey well, i'm uh
0: i'm trying to journal more
1: i got this really cool hero's journal for christmas from my mom that i've been
0: using i showed you it works it's pretty cool the hero's journal i'm sure a lot of you D nerds that listen to this podcast have heard of it before it's pretty neat i've been using it actually i've not journaled today uh, but I've been doing it every day, just like food, whatever shit I'm experiencing, the way that I feel, stuff like that, because I kind of have a bad memory and I do forget things uh, a lot, especially if it's not like in front of my face. Like, I don't know. I I feel like I'm gonna have Alzheimer's when I'm old. It's probably a reality. Uh, and I'm OK with that. I'm trying to come to terms with it. So like if I have all these journals And it's in my handwriting, and I'm like old, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that was a bad day. I totally ate a banana that day. You know what I mean? (laughs) So that's,
1: you know. It's like record-keeping for your future self.
0: Yeah, so I'm trying to journal more. And uh, Sprinkles is trying to lose weight. She's like hardcore working out and everything else like that. But she had the plan before New Year's even happened. I don't think it was like a resolution. It was just like, I'm doing this. So I've been kind of doing that a little bit, too.
1: And that's a that's as well a great example of how i feel like new year's resolution should be it should be a continuance of a goal that you already had but yeah. maybe putting more effort towards it right like sprinkle started her her journey well before the new year's yeah and here she is she's just adding on to what she's doing now stacking it on and you know i can see the confidence building
0: mm-hmm. which is wonderful so i've been involved in that so i'm, I'm eating better i do a little bit works out with her whatever you know work works out um it's you yeah, know it's good I feel sad. like I could fare to lose 20 pounds, especially over the holidays, especially with the antidepressants. They
1: make me a little chubbier. You know? Yeah. yeah the antidepressants and a lot of medications in general can have that effect. Yeah. I wish mine would have that effect on me, not going to lie.
0: Yeah. I mean, you'll get there.
1: A little extra weight would be fantastic yeah. for me. But I'm, I'm getting there slowly but surely, uh, eating better, nice. eating more. And I think I've gone up about five, six pounds over the last couple months. Nice. So... That's good. It's a lot better.
0: It's good. Because it's just like a weird spectrum, though. Like, people think they're too big. People think they're too small. And those are both, like, struggles. Like, straight up. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't want to be, like, the blob. But you also don't want to be the fucking alien people from Men in Black. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I could easily pass off as one of those. Yeah. What the fuck are they called? Fuck, I don't remember. I'm talking about? I just remember the scene where one's wearing a suit. Yeah. And I just burned. <laughs> burn <laughs> into the
0: brain, <laughs> into the brain, well, yeah, um, for those of you guys out there, I hope your new year's resolutions go great, and uh Isaiah has a good point, you know, don't overwhelm yourself with anything new, you know, make yourself some small stuff and just work on it, you know, because then here comes June halfway through the year, then maybe you can evolve into something else, you know. I had a friend one time who tried to quit drinking, quit smoking, and quit drinking caffeine all at the same time.
1: And how much of that did he succeed?
0: No, I feel like he almost fucking died or something. Like, I nope. remember, like, like it was, like, real bad. Like, he was, like, having withdrawals and shit. Like, his body was like, what's going on? So don't overwhelm yourself too
1: much. Body went to a straight physical shock. Yes.
0: I need bad chemicals. <laughs> <laughs> what is this?
1: I mean, it is a real response. So yeah. <coughs> it's just wild. It it's crazy. Mm. Well... Well,
0: the title of today's episode, dun, dun, dun. Oh, before I said, we were live streaming today for Adventure Doodles, and someone in chat was like, Turkey, do you always have a game show announcer's voice? I was like, I guess so. At least whenever I'm, like, content creating,
1: I feel like I do. Ah. Yeah. So coming from someone that is uh, part of your personal life and professional life, you always have a, a game announcer voice. You walk through the halls at work going, hello. I mean. Hello and welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) It feels like a new episode of The Price is Right every day.
0: Welcome back to work. Hello.
1: On today's episode,
0: more work. (laughs) That's funny, dude. Uh, Well, when I was younger, I actually wanted to be like a radio personality. Like that was like my dream. I would listen to the radio and. Be like fucking damn you, Ryan Seacrest, because um, I wanted his job. But because uh, back then he was yeah, he was like a radio personality. But um, yeah, uh, it was like my first dream. And I guess podcasts in twenty twenty four are like um, basically the equivalent.
1: I guess. I mean, it is it's the modern day equivalent. Yeah. You know, I also used to really think about being in the radio. You know, even just being the little voice that announces what channel it is and what frequency it's on. Yeah. I felt like I could do that real well.
0: Do it make it make up a grouch couch one about we're not okay
1: thank you for tuning into 97.3 the grouch couch entertainment this is the start of the podcast we're not okay that was terrible my this brain is, is jumbled
0: 103.5 fm you do have a deep voice which is good for yeah. that. we've got game show boy and deep voice boy. yeah yes
1: check me out on audible no <laughs> <laughs> reading books read 50 shades is great
0: Yeah, there you go. Today's episode, um, we're talking about imposter syndrome. Um, I don't know what the title of the episode is. The title is probably We Don't Belong or We're Not Good Enough, something like that, Um, because that's kind of what imposter syndrome is. It's like when you're involved in a project um, and you were specifically picked for that project because of your skills or talents, uh, but you feel like you're not good enough to be doing it. Or it's like when you're hanging out with a bunch of people and you feel like they're cooler or more attractive than you and you don't belong there with them or something like that. It's the equivalent of imposter syndrome. And I feel like a lot of us deal with that shit. I still deal with it all the fucking time. And so I really wanted to talk about it today. I was like, this, I feel like could be a really good topic for us.
1: It's a really great topic. And especially, you know, like I myself suffer from it still on a day to day, even with not only personal, professional, but in life in general, I suffer from it. Yeah. Even in things that I assign myself, I will psych myself out and be like, "Oh, I did not do good enough. When is it going to be found out that I didn't do good enough?" And wh- like, what am I going to do moving forward? You but know? then you're just like stressed like, about it,
0: like mm-hmm. waiting.
1: Yeah, and it it causes so much procrastination and like moving forward with anything because you're just so worried the entire time that you're going to be found out that you're a fraud.
0: There's a word um, like you need not gratification every once in a while, but you need, what is it called? Reassurance. 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 Hey, look, no one said we were smart, right? You need reassurance, (laughs) right? Um, I feel like that's a big help with imposter syndrome. I feel like, me as a person, knowing that other people go through this, whenever I work on anything with anyone, and knowing that I go through it all the time, I always try to reassure people, like, hey, doing a good job, like, keep doing it, keep killing it, you know what I mean? Even when, like, the Grouch Couch crew, you've been to the meetings and shit, yeah. and I'm like, hey, you you did good on this, you, you know I mean, this is great, like, we're killing it here, like, yeah. keep it up. Because if you feel like you're succeeding, then you'll do more. You know?
1: Yeah, it's definitely true, and you know unfortunately it can also aid in the feeling of imposter syndrome at the same time really if, yeah for me uh, at least in my professional life as soon as I get into a place, new place of employment I quickly move up and they're constantly telling me oh you're doing a great job you're doing so well and hearing that so much I start to hyper focus on every little thing that I'm doing wrong which in turn makes me feel like I'm not living up to their expectations So I feel like a fraud. No shit. If that makes sense.
0: It does. It does. It's almost like, well, they told me that I did this good. Now I have to make sure that I do this good or it won't be good enough the next time.
1: Exactly. That's exactly where I'm trying to come from. Mm.
0: I didn't think about that. It's a good thought there. I definitely feel that. Just in a work environment. To be like me, manager's assistant at our job, this fucking guy right here. And they're always like, you're killing a turkey, doing a good job. And I'm just like doing things that are like so easy for me. So I'm like, why? I feel like I need to be doing something difficult. It's like, I need to be working hard on it or I'm not doing enough. Yeah. And it makes me feel like, you know, what the fuck? Like what was even, and then they keep telling me like, you're doing great, doing a good job. And I'm just doing these small things like creating graphics or charts or whatever. And I'm like, this is the easiest fucking thing. I'm like, how is this? Yeah. How how is this what you want? There's there's no way this is what you want from me. Like sometimes that's what work feels like though, you know? You're just fucking paid to be somewhere.
1: Yeah, and that's how I felt a lot lately, you know. Uh I know a lot of our fellow coworkers listen to the podcast. Hello. Hello. Hello, fellow coworkers. Mm.
0: But we're getting off subject here. Yes um, we are. For everyone who doesn't work at our company, I'm sorry if that didn't <laughs> wasn't a good thing to listen to. Um but it could be relatable to wherever you work. If it is, let us know in the comments by saying the word banana. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, now, I feel like imposter syndrome for me a lot of times, Like we do this content creation thing, um, even like in our D&D world and stuff. We make a lot of Dungeons & Dragons content and stuff. And I see these other people that are making you know similar content. Um, I feel like... Our quality's a little bit better sometimes, and sometimes a little bit worse. Um, but I feel like we're these young kids. We're not fucking young. I'm going to be 30 this year. Um, but compared to most of these people, we're fucking young kids. And um, I don't know. I just feel like we get the cold shoulder a lot. Even in reality, that's not what's happening. They're not giving us the cold shoulder. I just feel like they are. Um, or I feel like we don't belong in this group. Like we're not we're not good enough to be collaborating with these other people. And, and you know what I mean? Like, who the fuck are we to be doing this? Like who, who gives a shit? You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's when imposter syndrome hits me hard or even like when I'm working with the crew, I'm like, who the fuck am I to be working with all these talented ass fucking people? Like our artists and like you, you know, you're so fucking smart. I'm like, who the fuck am I? (laughs) to be doing this shit like what do i do i heard cats like you know what i mean i i don't know and i feel that so much and
1: um i don't know i see where you're coming from there yeah i feel the same i'm a newcomer to the to the couch crew um and i'm struggling with that a lot it feels good to hear you say you know even i'm i'm on a pedestal for you because you feel like i'm smart but even that coming off i'm like hmm. I don't know about that. I don't know, like, fucking smart I don't know about that, dude. No. But <laughs> Smarter than me. But it's an honor to be working with all you guys. And, you know, I'm in that same boat of how can I be on this level with these people who are much greater than I at the things that they do? In general, I'm new to content creation. Right. New to the couch crew. And it it definitely feels like I don't belong at no fault of... Right. Anybody there? You're so fresh. I'm fresh meat.
0: You're fresh. You'll get there. Yeah. He'll follow right into the dick jokes and the Scrabble games. Yes. Literally. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We were uh, <laughs> we're taking pictures of social media, and um, Nate had taken some pictures with another group that he works with, and uh, he was like, "I'll just send those over." And I was like, "No, nah, I want something unique." And he was like, "All right, Turkey, let me know what you want." And I was like, "I want you to take your pants off." And he was like, "All right, can do." And I was like, "And then do the helicopter, and then." <laughs> Isaiah comes into chat and Nate's like <laughs> He's like Isaiah I had to file an HR report cuz we we they keep calling Isaiah the CEO and they're like we had to I have to file an HR report turkey wanted dick pics from me and I was like I did not <laughs> Actually yeah I did I did ask for dick pics yes I I did I'm sorry
1: <laughs> But Nate didn't want to put the black and white report on my desk so you know yeah, like, nothing nothing went through Give it
0: to me in black and white and he was like no nah, all right that's too much work <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry, I got you, oh, yeah. Turkey. I got you.
0: <laughs> it's so funny, but being surrounded by these talented ass people all the time—I guess it was my main point. These other content creators are so talented; they're making such cool ass fucking shit. And I'm, um, I'm just like, I feel like I don't belong. And then like, if they don't reply to a message or something, I'm like, fuck. It makes it even worse. I'm like, oh shit. Like, you know who the fuck are we? Like, we could look at our numbers and look at their numbers and be like, yeah, we're on the same level. But when they don't respond, or they they make some really cool shit, and I see it, and I'm just like, God, like, who who are we? Like, we aren't good enough. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're rolling dice and making dick jokes. That's the Grouch Couch in a nutshell. And I'm just like, you know,
1: I think dick jokes have space on every table, personally. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I think there should yeah. be a dick joke at every table. All right, that's fair. And I think you guys fit in a nice little niche where you know I've looked at other D and D streamers, haven't really gotten into them. And like you said, it's it's an older crew. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are in your thirties, what the fuck ever, you but you're still young. That's still young. Still we got dyed
0: hair and, and piercings, and we're jumping around going fuck.
1: It's a whole different kind of. Uh, we bring a hyper vibe. Yeah, it's a different vibe. It's a different generation of people, so they're going to do things differently, and. Maybe that's why they don't, maybe they just feel like they wouldn't click with you guys because they haven't talked to you on a personal level. That's but true. At the end of the day. I
0: think like a lot of times I've thought about why, and I think that's one of the things I've come up with. Like I, I realize why, like there is reasons as to why they're like, you know, like we just don't click with those dudes. Like they're doing another thing. They're probably like, well, what they're doing is cool, but not for me. And like, that's fine. It's totally reasonable. Um, and I've thought about it a lot and I'm like, there's reasons, but. The back of my head, that imposter syndrome still just like itches. It's like you don't belong. You're not good enough. Your content isn't good enough.
1: You know what I mean? It still itches. Yeah, I completely understand. And, and, you know, I'm still trying to figure out how to get over imposter syndrome, honestly. And I think one of the best things to do is just try to constantly assure yourself that you are doing good. Yeah. What you are doing matters and what you're doing as long as it makes you happy, it's good, right?
0: Yeah. You
1: at, know, the, at the end of the day, I yeah. say that Yeah.
0: so much. Like, if you're having fun and what you're doing is making you happy, then keep fucking doing it. Yeah. And when it comes to content creation, I'm like, okay, if there wasn't a camera there, would you still be doing that thing and enjoying it? If yes, then keep doing it.
1: Yeah. Yes. If you've clicked the yes box, yeah. Yeah. I completely agree, man. And it's wild how imposter syndrome can have effects in so many different aspects yeah like you know in a sense content creation can be taken as a professionalist professionalism sort of area and I experiencing a lot experience it a lot in my friendships um for example shout out James uh James always calling me zen daddy always calling me calm everybody telling me I'm such a nice person but I have this uh I have this predisposition of myself based off of past experiences so when people tell me i'm a nice great person it just kind of like rubs me the wrong way it's like no i'm not dude he fucking does that shit
0: to me too he's like turkey because i guess sometimes i'll come in the office and i'll just say some shit like i'm reassuring myself that everything's gonna be okay like on a daily i'm like well you know what like my car didn't break down i got to work on time i've got pop tarts like everything's gonna be just fine and sometimes i'll say that shit like out loud and then he'll come in the next day and be like well turkey is having a bad day but then i thought about what you said and i was like what did i say and he was like well you said my gas in my car and we got pop tarts everything's fine and i'm like He's like, that's just good
1: advice right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's real good advice. <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay, okay.
0: <laughs> Sometimes it's more deep than that, but at a base level, that's really yeah. what it is. And I'm like oh. So sorry to interrupt you. Oh bro. no, no, no. You're He's good. real good at like reassuring people, making them feel special and yeah. letting them know that they've had an influence on him. Yeah. Good guy.
1: He's a great guy. Mm-hmm. And it just It's it's hard to accept uh, an image of yourself that you have trouble seeing right like you you tell me that i'm very smart and you know i in a sense can see my own intelligence but i still have that constant lingering judge that's just like you're stupid you're not good enough why are you doing this right like you're not a good guy etc yeah. cetera, etc cetera. so it's really hard to just accept those loving and confidence inspiring words sometimes
0: real shit not like real like i see that too like, first of all, you are smart. You are cool, and you're great. You're you're awesome. You're good to be around. You got good vibes, doc. Um, but, yeah, when you have that imposter syndrome going, it's so hard to accept compliments. It's like they go in one ear and out the other. You know what I mean? Like you don't even hear it. It's just like, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's fucking real shit. People be like, "Oh, you, you you're doing a good job," or "You're," you know what I mean? "You look good today." But if you're like I look like shit compared to the other people that I'm around. Just fucking, yep. yeah, yeah, for real.
1: And I kind of felt like that with the Christmas party too. That's why I was trying to like dress up as nice as possible. I knew other people were going to be there looking a lot better than me, and I still felt out of place. <laughs> <laughs> I still felt out of place and <laughs> bailed super early.
0: I had my bow tie on, my, my long tie, my piano tie. It's a nice tie. It's a nice tie. So. That, I think, could be, like, our first step. Wait, can I get it in? Wait, what time? How about time? we got a timer going, everybody. Okay, yeah, yeah, for sure. I feel like what can make... So when I said my examples of the other content creators, me seeing what they're doing, you know what I mean? You're comparing yourself to your friends, whatever. um, You see other people around you, like, doing things that are cool, and you see they're cool. One thing that I feel like inspires or, or makes imposter syndrome happen is comparing yourself to others like that's the root of that evil like you see someone on facebook doing something really cool and you're like fuck why didn't i do that last year like i'm you know like that sucks i'm not good enough and then your friends are telling you stuff when they're hanging out with you and they're like hey we love hanging out with you you're cool and you're like i'm not cool like i didn't do that thing last year that that other person did and it's because you're comparing yourself to these other people
1: uh, I think imposter syndrome is, is deeply rooted in low self esteem and societal expe- expectations uh, if you're not feeling good about yourself you're never gonna feel like you belong right. right yeah if you don't feel good about yourself you're never going to take the compliments that you were receiving yeah and as well like you said there's people out there doing all these cool things why did I do this cool thing last year yeah it's it's gonna rub you wrong and it's gonna, it could take your brain to a dark place. But I think the main thing to get over imposter syndrome is to consistently remind yourself of the things you know you're doing great. Yes. The things you know you're doing right, and the things you yourself take pride in. Yes. Like being able
0: to toast a pop tart perfectly,
1: or not toast them at all, or just eat them raw, like me, heathen. Perfectly toasted Perfectly toasted Straight out the foil Straight out <laughs> of the foil Maybe
0: Yeah eat Pop-Tarts raw Don't come for my life
1: I toast them Maybe one out
0: of four Pop-Tarts I don't like those odds <laughs> So I'm like <laughs> yeah, The toaster's far away <laughs>
1: just throw them in there for like 30 seconds man yeah. a little little crisp,
0: a little, little warmth <laughs> a little warmth bro that's fucking 400 calories you might as well make it warm <laughs> exactly
1: yeah um choke it back with a glass of milk yeah. exactly that's how i imagine you eat your pop tarts man no i'm like <laughs> so dry stuck in your teeth and shit <laughs> 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 the Pop-Tarts
0: toaster still too far,
1: so dry About to get a toaster for your office. <laughs> I'm just like, that's
0: what we need, bro. That's what we need. A nice little four
1: slot. <laughs>
0: imagine, uh, everybody got mini fridges. I got a toaster. Like,
1: come for me, bro. It's Pop-Tart time, fool. Yeah, making English muffins and shit. <laughs> 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 next thing you know there's gonna be a panini press <laughs> <Just making
0: sandwiches. laughs>
1: Shh, gotta file his claim <laughs> oh, holy shit, shit.
0: no oh. but comparing yourself to other people that's what i feel i mean self you know what i mean self-esteem really plays a big part but it's self-esteem yeah. and, and comparison like when you see someone else who made something really cool, like artists and shit, like I'm not good enough to be an artist because you've seen someone else make art that you think you can't achieve. That's not the case. You make your own art, and your art is still awesome. You know what I'm saying? Um, but you feel like you don't belong in this art world because you've seen someone's art that was amazing. You know, yeah. and that's kind of what I fucking feel like big time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. When when it comes to like art, I'm I'm a doodler. I like to do abstract doodles nice and you know I look like I look at art from Proteus for example sprinkles for example I personally know I couldn't do anything like that it's amazing work but I think I I thankfully have that uh ability to separate the their work doesn't determine the quality of my work thing when it comes to art I, and that's just because I, I don't feel like I'm very artistic to begin with so slapping something down on paper, I'm like, that looks good. It looks good. Hell yeah. It's <laughs> d- yeah. one of those things that I feel like, like I do okay.
0: I've tried and I've always been like, I'm not good enough for this. So I just don't. I just don't. Yeah. I feel like I got an eye for good art, though. I see a good artist Hell and yeah. I'm like, you want to come work with me?
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> you do a good job, man. You can't do it yourself. Hire you, someone to do it yep. with you. That's I, what I do. That's got, my philosophy. Got spice. Got produce. Yeah. Got I
0: live with sprinkles. Spr-
1: live with sprinkles. Decorate my house. Thanks. Yep, yep. It's nice. Yeah, it's a real nice. House. It's art everywhere.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm not a good actor. I just hire on actors and shit. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, hey, this guy's real smart and he knows stuff about mental health. I don't know that stuff. I want to do a mental health podcast. Let's hire his ass. Hey, you want to come be on a podcast? <laughs> <laughs>
1: is, is that how that went? In your head? <laughs> That's my philosophy.
0: <laughs> I ain't good enough. Hire people to do it with
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> but but you're a great actor, Turkey. Come oh, on, yeah. <laughs> come on. Welcome back to my acting show. See this man, man, man he could do man, voice um, acting.
0: He could be a game show host. Yeah, I could do that. I'll just be like fucking Vanna Vanna White from Wheel of Fortune. I'm like, this is coming up next. You could do that too. See, that was beautiful. That's, me. that's, that's perfect. That's all I do. Yep. Nine hundred. Yep.
1: You could also, you know, be the be the lady in the sequin dress that's pressing the the letters. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Beautiful.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, No, but so my imposter syndrome I'm learning now is a little bit heavier rooted than I thought. um, Being that, yeah, there's all these things I want to do and accomplish, and I feel like I'm not good enough to do them. So I work with people. (laughs) I'm like, hey, you are good at this. I have these ideas, man. I got these cheeseburgers, man. Yeah.
1: You want to come work at McDonald's? I did that. I did my time at the yeah. at the Mickey, Mickey or the mackies for the the people down under um, but Irish man? people
0: dude, before we move on from that. Irish people in America we call it McDonald's they go MacDonald's <laughs> <It's> fucking racist <laughs> what do you mean Mac? <laughs> McDonald's it's McDonald's it's racist goodness the timer went off you know what that means means it's time for the bridge time for the bridge
1: welcome to the bridge this is the section of the show where we take a break sort of wind down we don't know how intense the conversation may have been Uh, During today's bridge, we plan on...
0: Yes, I have ideas, actually, for the first time for a bridge section ever. Um, I do actually have ideas. Um, But we want these sections to be something that's completely different from what um, we were just previously talking about, which was actually advice from one of our lovely viewers. Shout out to Slappy Balls. I have here in my hand. I just ordered this recently. Dungeons and Dragons Mad Libs. So today, my friends, we're going to be doing some Mad Libs for our bridge section. It's going to be fun. Uh, Yes? I'm ready. We're going to do Adventure Awaits, the first page. We're just going to go through these. Um, So I need a past tense verb. Ran. Animal, plural. Octopi. (laughs) Um, I need a verb. Punch. Okay, adjective. Shallow. Plural noun.
1: Women. Animal. Frog.
0: Verb ending in IG. I-N-G.
1: Fanning. (laughs) Part of the body. Leg. A place, plural. Treehouse. Adjective. Bright. Plural noun. Do men this time.
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Adjective. Yellow. Adjective.
1: Green. Verb ending in IG.
0: I-N-G. Fishing. Verb.
1: Swam. Swim.
0: Adverb.
1: Works hard.
0: Exclamation.
1: Hurrah. Alright, are we ready? I'm fucking ready.
0: Mm -hmm. (sighs) Those who have ran even a single game of Dungeons & Octopi, a.k.a. D&D, no adventure awaits those who dare to punch it. Whether you're uncovering shallow, world-ending women... Slaying a mad frog that is fanning villagers or casting a spell to subdue a dragon with two legs. Your bravery is sure to be rewarded. You can explore anything from bright dungeons, haunted tree houses, and mysterious chambers filled with glittering men. (laughs) 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 To even... A green relationship. Speaking of relationships, role-playing or fighting... Oh, sorry. Role-playing or fishing your character is a yellow part of the fun, similar to any adventure. You get what you swim into it. So look alive. Be wary of anyone who acts a bit too works hard and
1: onward. Hurrah! (laughs) That was great. I enjoyed that. The glittering men part was fucking. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: that the best. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, oh, okay, uh, let's do one more of these, but it's your turn this time.
1: Adjective. My brain just went penis. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> that's, not ad- that's not an adjective. Um, sticky. Verb ending in ing. Bathing. Occupation. Shoemaker. Noun. Steve. A number.
0: 629. Plural noun. Animals. Verb. Jump. Verb. Dive. Exclamation. Titties! Adjective. Smelly. Verb. Penis. (laughs) I don't think penis is a (laughs) verb. Uh, Hump. (laughs) Plural noun. Penis eye. (laughs) (laughs) Penises?
1: (laughs) Part of the body. You. Could have saved it for that <laughs> Foot <laughs> Noun Mother
0: Adjective Glowing Verb Dance And a noun Spongebob
1: There are so many sticky acronyms in D&D Here's some lingo from this roll bathing game The shoemaker is either your best friend or your worst Steve D20, <laughs> D4, D629, etc D stands for dice and the number is how many animals it has AC, or armor class. This number is how hard you are to jump. Keep it high to avoid an injury that might dive you. Titties. (laughs) NPCs are non-player characters. These are the DM's smelly puppets who hump you... (laughs) Who who hump you through the world. AOE or area of effect. Some spells or penises can reach as far as the foot can see. (laughs) Yes, they (laughs) can. Other others only affect those standing within a small mother. Nice. A critical when you roll your D twenty and get a get a glowing twenty, the effect nice. on your next action will dance. If this happens, congratulations, you're on SpongeBob.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was pretty good. <laughs>
1: that, was, that was pretty. That was pretty good. Fucking <laughs> penises. Yeah. <laughs> 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 within a small mother (laughs) (laughs) these are the NPCs that will hump you
0: (laughs) well hey I hope that was a good laughing funny refresh for you as well Um, that ends the bridge goodbye bridge goodbye bridge (laughs) Welcome back everybody to the back end of the show. Uh, how you feeling,
1: Isaiah? I'm feeling good. I think that was a that was an enjoyable bridge. It's the first time we've done anything like that, I feel like, and that was funny as shit.
0: Dude, mad libs. We should just set up and just do mad libs.
1: I like it. Yeah. I like it.
0: That was fucking fun. That was fun. So today we're talking imposter syndrome. Um one thing I do want to say here at the back end here, if you've listened this far, you probably, you know, just want to be involved. Um, if you're on Spotify or even on YouTube, leave a comment below about maybe something that um has affected you, imposter syndrome wise, and, and we would love to see that and respond to you and read it on the next episode. Do it. Do it now.
1: Yes. Looking forward to getting more feedback from the viewers.
0: Mm-hmm. So one of the um reasons i want to i guess we already talked about it a little bit but um you were like talking about how you still feel like you're you're not good enough to be even doing this or something and um i feel that man it's like there's so many people with all these podcasts and all this stuff that they just do and and it's tough so how are we going to compete with joe rogan
1: it's not a competition there you go that's Joe a, Rogan can't touch. No, please don't come for me, Joe Rogan. <laughs> please don't. Making a friggin'
0: frog skate. Um, that's true. It's not a competition, so that's um, what it's about. Not comparing yourself to other people. Not feeling like it's a competition. Um, sometimes there's like, in a setting. So I used to be, <coughs> believe it or not, I was one of the popular kids in high school. It's crazy, right?
1: Turk was a popular.
0: What? Yeah. I was one of like yeah, the most popular kids in high school. And um I was still, you know, I was I think I was an emo kid at the time, like big time, hair flip, you know what I mean? Justin Biebs. Still to this day, keeling it. Sup. So, um Yeah, I mean like I was in the yearbook, like I was voted prom king, like type shit. I didn't go to prom but I was voted in, baby. Um and even in those situations when I was in high school I felt so weird about it because I was like again, who the fuck am I? Who, like I'm just turkey. Like I don't fit in with any of these jock kids playing football and doing all this stuff and you know, it was always weird. I even um I moved schools. I went to San Diego for a little while and while I was in San Diego I played football um and I the whole time was like I do not fit in with these guys. Um, but I was like defensive captain. I got voted in team captain. And all the while, the whole time I was like, w- why?
1: Did you even like football?
0: I, My brother was really into football, and I was living with him in San Diego, and football's okay, you know? I mean, it's a sport. Yeah, It was fun to do after school. But it was just crazy to me.
1: Can, can you take that as a sign as to that You excel in anything you put your mind to.
0: I guess so. I still have these memories of like playing, and there was a couple of times because I played quarterback as well. um, And there was a couple of times where they brought in like the senior quarterback to sit in place, which I always thought was weird. Um, But I was like a defenseman, but we didn't have a quarterback, so it's like I'll do it, I guess. But they'd bring him in to do it, and I was like, why are they doing that? Like I'm, I trained for the position, like you know, and it really made me feel like. I don't know.
1: Made you feel like you didn't belong. Yeah, even more so. Because they were putting you in a position and then they are like, hey, you know, actually. Actually. This guy's going to do it.
0: So I'm just wondering if there's, like, a way to relate that to adult life. Like, when you go into a job, you're training for a position, and then they actually have someone else come in and, like, you know. Well, actually, they're going to be here doing this, helping you. You know what I mean?
1: Maybe it's not exactly like that for me. I I never even got the position. But I was told by the majority of the higher ups, hey, we really want you to do this. We really want you to apply. We would love to see you there. And then when I applied, they lost my application. Right. So that I, I, I feel like that a, you a, feel though. Fuck that made me feel like shit. Right. It was like you guys were gassing me up this whole time. But I feel like it kind of plays in the same sense. It's like, damn, who who am I really to you? Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. yeah.
0: Fucking nobody. Yeah. You know, these bastards.
1: But they're going to keep blowing smoke, smoke up me to inflate me so that I keep doing a good job where I'm at. It's
0: the other thing, too. Like, It's so hard to not think that people are fucking gaslighting you whenever you're feeling like... You're not doing a good enough job or you don't belong. Like, and people are just like, oh, you're doing great. Like, I guess you kind of explained that earlier, but like, fucking, quit fucking gaslighting me, dude. Cause like, <coughs> you do something and you're like, God, that looks awful. And then someone comes and they're like, oh, bro, that's so good. And you're like, fuck right off, first of all. Yep. Tell me the truth. Exactly. Yeah.
1: You know, we, we know the quality of our own work.
0: No, legit. Um, In that high school that I went to, there was a picture on a, like, board thing in the cafeteria of me picking up a kid and pretending to put him into a trash can for, like, five years. There was like younger kids who knew me in the town that were sending me like Snapchats of it and shit. Like every year. There's just this picture of me. It was like nerd day or something. And one of the nerds came to school like dressed super nerd and I was just like normal me. And so I pretended to put him into a trash can. And there was this big blown up like fucking ten by ten picture of me in that cafeteria and me doing that for like forever. And I was like
1: <laughs> That's wild. That a lot of people don't think about it in this regards, but <clears throat> perception is reality and if if they did not have a little tidbit under there that was like oh nerd day etc etc a year it's like damn that dude's a bully
0: yeah yeah it kind of made me feel that way for a long time too i was like god damn like that's that's tough and i remember when i did it i was like trying to be funny like it was a big joke because he was like yeah totally do it for the picture and i was like okay for sure i'll do that you know yeah uh yeah it's crazy dude
1: Even though he was cool with it yeah. After hearing about it Way later down the line You probably thought It was gonna die Your high school year The fuck it it stayed
0: There was a guidance counselor Who multiple times Just brought me in his office Just to hang out And talk about music He pulled me out of class And everyone would be like Oh shit Turk's in trouble And then I get in there and He'd be like What up dude I just got this new Dropkick Murphy's album Like what do you think And shit and I'm like <laughs> Who the fuck am I you know what I mean? And I rarely ever went, and it's just so wild to me. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know.
1: I mean, I wasn't a popular kid in any respect, but I also had a guidance counselor who would just pull me into her office just to chat, nice talk about things. Maybe
0: that's what it was. Maybe he knew I was struggling with life, and he was just trying to be friendly.
1: Maybe just trying to give you a healthy outlet. Somebody yeah. make make you feel heard and understood. Yeah, well, what a guy! All right, some this of the whole
0: time I was just thinking, like, I wasn't cool enough for that shit. Like, why are you bringing me into your office? But in reality, he was just trying to make me feel good and shit. And
1: what a guy! He was trying to give you that reassurance that yeah. we all need. You know, it it doesn't it speak to everybody out there. It does not kill to let people know that you're proud of them. Yeah, I feel like we need to say it more often.
0: Yeah, that's true, huh? We do. I had a friend group and um, they were kind of like some of the popular kids, I guess. But um, uh, they would like invite me over for like birthday parties and hangouts, sleepovers and stuff like that. And I always just felt so out of place because two of them, it was like at their house. They were close friends of mine since elementary school. And so I always felt like they just invited me because I was like friends with them. Um, and when I would get there I felt like I just got ignored like the whole time and it was such an awful feeling to get invited to something and then just sitting there like why am I here you know what I mean like they invited me to this party like they were like doing something like doing like dances together or something this is back before TikTok they were just people would just dance without recording it how wild it's crazy Um, and I was just like what the fuck is like why am I here and um, I don't know man I feel like there was so many times in my life that I just felt like I didn't belong there and I shouldn't have been there. And thinking back on it now, I was just like, well, maybe Isaiah has some kind of reflection to help me think about this a little bit more. I think that's really why I wanted to talk about this a little bit, get some insight and vent a little bit about it because it's fucking wild.
1: It, it's kind of... It's a little tougher to do in that in that regard, you know, where it's elementary friends continuously inviting you maybe it's because there's a familiarity there right they're familiar with you they know you maybe they care about you still and maybe you just didn't feel like you belonged because the sense of taste between both parties has changed you know you're a heavy punk rocker not sure what that person was like Mm. but from what i can assume
0: they were football players
1: yeah so that that's a huge divide there to begin with there's not necessarily a whole lot of common ground mm. um not a whole lot to talk about which you know, may when be I why quit you felt
0: ignored talking to them <clears throat> it was senior year and they i was wearing a misfit shirt and one of them said it looked like a retarded skull so i quit talking to them completely like, fucking valid like that mug right there if you're watching on video they said it looks like a retarded skull. Ha ha. And the whole group like, laughed and shit. And I just walked away and never talked to him again.
1: I would <laughs> I would do the fucking same. Because you don't fucking disrespect misfits like that. I know. You don't do that.
0: They were like, look, it looks like it's dumb. And I was like, first of all, you shouldn't use that word. <laughs> Second of all, fuck off. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, I may actually have a decent uh, little tidbit for you there. Because, you know, to this day... I have the same friend group I've had since 7th, 8th grade. And they still invite me to go out and hang out with them and uh, go to... We call them bro downs, where all the guys get together, wives stay home, kids stay home. Sounds lit. And it can be. You know, we throw darts. We'll They'll play poker, drink, play fucking Super Smash Brothers, Soul Calibur, you name it. But every time I go now, I feel like any time I try to get a word out... And it, I mean, it's been like this for years, and maybe it's because I'm soft-spoken, but it just feels like I have such a huge disconnect with all of them, where I no longer feel like I belong there with them.
0: You are fairly soft-spoken, and but I feel like if they were your friends, they would know that, and so they would try to give you space to talk.
1: Yeah, and it another issue there, all of them are loud, hmm. like uh, best friends... He's 6'4", native, super fucking bulky, very loud voice. Next to that, I've got my 6'3", Viking Celtic buddy.
0: Why are they all 6'?
1: They're all tall as shit, dude. What the hell? I'm the little one. I'm the youngest and (laughs) I'm the shortest. Oh, shit. I'm the youngest and the shortest of our entire friend group. And they're all just very loud, just they have bellowing voices. I have this deep voice where I don't, like, have to raise... But when I'm with them, it feels like I have to fucking, like, yell to get my word in. And it's kind of hit a point where I just, I will start talking, notice I'm being talked over, and just immediately stop. Just stop. Just forget yeah. everything about what I was talking about. That's wild, And that dude. it makes me feel like, what am I even doing here, right. right? But I've, over the last few months especially, I've sort of realized that, that's a personal thing. It's it's not that they don't want me around. It's not that I don't belong around. It's just that my head space is, is everywhere but there. Right. If that makes any sense.
0: You're, like, thinking too much at yeah, the moment. Yeah, I'm thinking
1: too much on it rather than yeah. enjoying what's going on around me.
0: People laughing and yelling. At you, yeah. You got to talk, say what you your chest. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: but that's it's tough. Because even, like, when you're a soft-spoken person, it's hard to... You know, I mean, in in general, you know, um, I even feel like the crew sometimes, like in our meetings and stuff, they're just starting to get the sense of your soft spokenness, and so like even last time, like you would start talking, everyone would stop, and they're like, "What's is Isaiah saying?" You know? Yeah. i want to make sure that you're heard.
1: Yeah, and I appreciate that from the crew. You know, I I try to just only say something when I feel like I have something that. It doesn't help anything. that you're
0: on mobile, so it sounds like trash. Yeah, that too. <laughs> that too.
1: And I'm fucking walking around with my Bluetooth headset muting every now and then to take care of the kids. Yeah. <laughs> no shit.
0: Yeah. I mean... Goodness. So one thing we haven't touched on that I want to touch on before this episode ends um, is imposter syndrome in relationships. Because we've done friendships, we've done work, we've done creativity. Um, it's relationships. Um... I have previously felt like I shouldn't be with the person that I was with. I have for sure. Um, like they were from a different cloth. Cut from a different cloth, you know. Um, and I guess I've just never felt like I was that guy. Um,
1: You're not that guy, Poe.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to like hold things back to, you know, not hurt sprinkles feelings and stuff when I talk about exes and things. But um, she was the popular girl in school and i just and i was dating her and things or whatever and i just didn't feel like i was that guy like i shouldn't have been with her and um it happened twice two different schools um but i was just like i did you know and like when they i don't know they would like do things and you feel like you have to work extra hard to try and meet with them and i feel like looking back on it now. It's windy outside. Um, looking back on it now. Whenever they were being sincere about something, it didn't feel sincere because I didn't feel like I was worthy of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that caused issues. So I was never, like, super sincere back with, like, cute little things. Like, if they did something cute or whatever, I felt like I wasn't worthy of it or they were doing it as a joke. Like, haha! Look, it's so funny. I got this cute thing of our names,
1: Ha-ha-ha.
0: <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that is funny. And then I just move on, even though they were trying to be sincere about trying it. Trying
1: to do something sweet. Yeah. Yeah, no, I feel that man. And like, like we talked about a, a little bit before about imposter syndrome and self-esteem. Mm-hmm. I kind of have that issue. You know, I have low self-esteem, yeah. so I don't look at myself in the mirror. and I'm like, oh, that's a that's a handsome man, right? But I look at my wife, and I'm like, oh, goddamn, she is gorgeous. She's a beautiful woman. Right. And looking at myself, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, who the, I fuck who I? the fuck am I? Who the fuck am I to have bagged this beautiful fucking woman, and yeah, she dude. cares about me? And yeah. It's, it throws your brain off. It's like, fuck. And, you, and you, it's so hard.
0: It, like, makes life hard. It makes your relationships more difficult. Like, mm-hmm. when that self-confidence is fucked... It, like, can ruin whole
1: trips. Yeah. The smallest thing can send your brain on a tangent. Just yeah. over the littlest thing. I mean, you could see somebody that you feel like looks better than you. And if they even take a l- tiny little gander, it's like, what you doing?
0: Yeah, what the fuck? What's wrong I'm not, with me? I'm not good enough. Look over here. What are yeah. you looking at him for? You want to be with him? You know what I mean? Yeah. And You see that stuff in, like, movies, but, like, that's a reality,
1: it's dude. It's fucking real. It's real as fuck. And I, I struggle with it a lot in my current, you know, my marriage. It's, it's, Right. I always worry about myself and I don't think I'm attractive enough. I don't think I'm good looking enough. And I look at all these other people and I'm like, oh wow, they have so much more to offer. Right. They're so much better looking. They have a better job. They have a nicer car. And it, it it's hard, but you know, you can't.
0: They're with you for a reason. Yeah, right?
1: exactly. They're with you for a reason. They love you for a reason, yeah. And you can't just sit there and beat yourself up, or you could even potentially cause the bad that you are projecting. You fucking make it worse. Yeah, you make it worse. Yeah, you can essentially dive bomb yourself into a pattern that is is uh, causing this other person to potentially look at you differently. Yeah, whether you mean to or not, and it's it's solely reliance on how you feel about yourself.
0: It's true. Just fucking yeah. I couldn't have said it better myself. Goodness. But it can cause so many issues. And the way to solve it, man, is to just take a deep breath. Because in reality, what control do you have over the other person? You know what I mean? You don't. No. Nope. They're living their life. You can't control where their eyes go. You can't control what they do. All you can do is just enjoy the moments that you have with them and that's the most important thing because if they're gonna go cheat it's going to fucking happen and you cannot stop it no matter what so all you can do is just enjoy the moment you're in by snooping in their Facebook by doing whatever they're doing by you know looking at where their eyes are going like what are you actually doing in reality you're just making it harder on yourself Um, you might think oh well, I'm preparing myself for the inevitable or I'm trying to prevent you know whatever it's really not it man just take a sit seat back and just relax and You know what I mean?
1: If you're sitting there, you're constantly analyzing. You're just going to hurt yourself. You're just going to make things worse for yourself. And like Turk said, you can't control what anybody else does. The only person that you have control over is yourself. And you have control over how you react to the things that people do. Right. That is... The power just Flickered.
0: Um, Legit, because like... If they're going to cheat, they want to. You know, you got to open up communication. Like, you attracted yeah. to the person. That's cool. You know what I mean? The the funnest relationship to me are always the ones that you're like, damn, look at that boy's cakes. You know what I mean to your girl. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, or oh, look at them cakes. Like, oh shit, that guy's got going on, and you guys can communicate about it together. Because at the end of the day, they're still sitting next to you, and if you can joke about it together and, and notice things together, then it means you're a partnership, and they are a separate thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even though you're both looking, so yeah. Maybe just try to be more relaxed and open yourself up to it.
1: Window shop with your partner. Yeah. Be like, Oh <laughs> shit, look at that dude over there. Look at him look at him buns.
0: Look at that buns. Yeah. Oh shit, what you texting? What are you saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> say yeah. this to him. Say say yep. I'm in the bathtub. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's I the funnest. That. And it's not an easy thing to achieve, but
1: it takes a lot of trust. Yeah. And it, it takes not having a low self esteem. You have to work on your self esteem. You have to love yourself.
0: That's so true,
1: and it's it. it it's a very touched-on topic, but you cannot properly love anyone until you love yourself. Yeah. So you can't make anyone else come until you can make yourself come. So work really hard at making yourself come.
0: That's it, baby.
1: No, I don't know.
0: <laughs> That's it. No, but uh, you can really feel out of place in a relationship, and uh, it's tough to feel like you're connected with that person. And my advice for that is to just communicate, you know, whenever they do something nice for you, if you feel like it's a joke, stop and ask them if it ruins the moment. I feel like it's okay for it to at least be there's a moment of understanding instead of a moment of empathy or, you know, like love or whatever, whatever. Yeah,
1: I I think that's a great idea. You know, like if if you feel like someone is doing something for you as a joke, you take a minute, you stop and you're like, hey what is this about? This is how I feel.
0: She legit went to the mall and printed out a little picture sheet of us with us on the little picture sheet and then put it on her wall and said, look, how funny is that? And I think I still think about it to this day. And I was like, I was like, yeah, dude, that's so funny, dude. But it was like a cute little picture sheet thing. And I was like, yeah, that's that's pretty funny. And I looked at it like every day for like a month and never said one fucking word about it. And then I think back on it to this day and I'm like, now, she was trying something, and yeah. I just didn't pick it up.
1: It just... Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it, it like you said, open communication. Yeah. You have to be very real about how you feel so that you can understand how they feel. So they can understand how you feel. Yeah.
0: And hindsight is twenty twenty. So, like, even if you've made a mistake in the past, <laughs> like <laughs> the ones I'm talking about, Just try to bring them into your new life, your new experiences, you know, your new partnerships. I feel like I learned a lot from that shit, and it's tried to make me enjoy things. Like, sometimes sprinkles will make paintings and stuff, and I could tell it's me and her, and I'm like, that's a cute painting. (laughs) Instead of being like, ha how funny. It switches up. Yeah, yeah, you 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 learn.
1: Your your best foot is the one that's moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Ha-ha, (laughs) how (laughs) funny. Yeah.
0: Well... You got anything else imposter syndrome you want to talk about? I do not. You do not? I think
1: we've covered pretty much the broad variety that is imposter syndrome. It's a hard cycle to get out of. But with the right mindset, the right perseverance, anybody can overcome it. Hell yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, Confidence is hard, but you are you, man.
1: and Ain't nobody going to change that. Always own being who you are. That's That's right. right.
0: Cheers. Cheers, everybody. thank you for watching and thank you for listening um if you have any comments or additional things to say about imposter syndrome or anything else like that please leave them below in the comment section
1: as well always remember we do have we are not okay merch in the grouch couch store uh all of the proceeds towards this goes towards suicide prevention that's right we are not trying to make any money out of this we are trying to normalize mental health to start we
0: also like low-key don't make any money on the merch, but the idea is to pick up the merch to um Start the conversation People did actually Buy t-shirts today People bought t-shirts Yeah dude Fuck, Fuck out yeah You know shout who you out are out. I'll out tell out you about that later Yeah the very first We're not okay t-shirt Was bought today Fuck yeah Exciting yeah. Super exciting Yeah and subscribe Here to the YouTube For us doing podcasts And more D&D Other kinds of stuff You know you love us We make jokes so it's about baby We'll see you next time But oh, wait And remember It's okay To not be okay <laughs> Bye-bye.